Tonight's episode has been brought to you by Fuck You Coffee. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm the fucking R-, R guy right now. R to the tard. Warning. This audio recording is rated for mature audiences only and contains extremely foul language such as cock, tits, fuck, douchebag, or moist. The podcast you are about to listen to does not reflect the views, opinions, or values of the TrendingTopicsNetwork.com or even the podcasters on this show themselves. We always want to remind you that you should always drink responsibly and never drink and drive. Abandon all hope, ye who listens. I like beer cause it is good. I drink beer because I should. If there was a song to sing, I sing it and beer you bring. I drink beer when I am sad, cause the beer it makes me glad. Now there's nothing left to say, so let's go drink beer. Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! And stop! Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! Let's go drink some beer! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to All Beer Inside Podcast. Joining me this evening in our individual homes, because unfortunately where we live, people don't know how to adult. So joining me from their individual homes, we have starting with C-Money. Yep. We have Mr. Old School. Fuck COVID. And my partner in crime on the YouTubes, Mr. Mixmaster Phil. Hey. Yeah, so uh, people, I guess, don't know how to behave themselves during a time of pandemic, and we're all back home for now. Unfortunately, that is the reality in the province of Quebec in Canada. So it kind of sucks. All right. Uh, so we're going to start with what we're drinking. Now, we're all individually drinking beers this evening. Uh, I'll go in the order of the people I presented. C-Money, what are you drinking? I am kicking off the night with a crushable IPA from um, someone who you recently had spent some time with at Flying Monkeys. The Mutants Are Revolting. It is, let me see if it's got the ABV here. Can't see it on the can. Anyways, not to hold up the show. That's what I'm drinking. Excellent. Mr. Old School, what are you consuming? Going back to a classic, one of my favorites, Gahan Blueberry Ale. It's a wheat beer, 4.5%. It's probably my second or third favorite beer. Cool. Uh, Mixmaster Phil? Mr. Mixmaster Phil. Just Mixmaster Phil? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Miss, Mr. Mixmaster, Mr. Mr. Mrs. Mixmaster, Phil. I'm gender bending at this point. However you decide to identify is completely okay with you. Yeah. Today I identify as a Royal City Brewing Company smoked honey brown ale. On the water. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Coming in at uh, 5.5% ABV, 25% 25 IBU. It's, it's, uh, I expected more honey, but still good. I'm starting light. I have a from Red Racer from Surrey, BC. We're actually starting to get it in Quebec now. Uh, it is a Hell's Lager in honor of the time of season we're recording, which is wood. I'm thinking we might have been in, at Real Oktoberfest this year, but you know, the world had to shut down temporarily. So, a Hell's Lager from Red Racing, Red Racer Brewing Company. It's called Beer League Craft Lager. It is a 5% ABV, 18% IBU. Uh, Hell's Lager. And to a virtual guys, a toast. A toast. Clink. I think a pen, if I hit it with a pen, it sounds better. Nope. <laughs> mm. Quite nice. Tasty lager. Tasty, tasty lager. 
So since we're drinking beer, I don't think we've ever discussed this. From themanual.com, the food and drink section, the 11 types of beer glasses for every style of beer. So let's educate the listeners. As I try to scroll down in a screen that you're sharing, (laughs) it makes no fucking (laughs) sense. Aren't you the IT guy? Oh, man. I'm the fucking R R guy right now. R to the tard. All righty, gentlemen. So the 11 types of beer glasses for every beer style. There was a time when beer was ordered at a bar. (laughs) I miss those days. Uh, It was served in a pint glass or maybe, you know, Cliff and Norm sloshing down some beers and small mugs of cheers. Until recently, the vessel for beer hasn't been much to think about for bartenders and drinkers alike, but that's changing. Now with a wide range of beer styles at pretty much every bar and restaurant across the country, more establishments are carrying a variety of glasses to appropriately match the liquid inside and you should do the same. So uh, old school, you used to be very guilty of, uh, used to be very guilty of drinking out of a can. Uh, not so much anymore. So congratulations. Thank you. I know we each have a large vo- variety of uh, bar glassware, some more so than others. What's your count right now? How many do you have? Uh, I could not even eyeball. Um, I'm looking at at least 200. Oh my God. What? Yeah. Why? Um, yeah. 200 fucking glasses. Yeah. I mean... I'm real guilty of buying it at a variety of places. I'm also counting the small plastic ones I get at beer tasting events too. So these kind of like st- stack on top of each other. I mean, I'm do looking. Count, do you count the Dixie cups you got? Uh, no, I don't keep Solo or Dixie cups. Okay. Uh, let's see. I have. He's got 3,800 <laughs> cups. Uh, three German beer steins, two, German, uh, two Viking drinking horns. Two? Okay. Yeah. Four or five from Bose, the ceramic ones. Uh, what else do I got here? You got a DOS boot? I do have a, I have a, a two liter DOS boot, a one liter DOS boot, and two half liter DOS boots. Uh, two half liters are basically like two cans of beer, which is perfect. And, and a variety of the glassware that we're going to actually speak about. So your most common one that we all see at the bar is the pint glass. So the pint glass. So there are actually quite a few types of pint glasses out there. The most common pint is the shaker pint, which holds 16 ounces and it's not the greatest of for beer. Of course, it gets the job done, but it was originally used to shake cocktails, hence the name. At some point, somebody started serving beer in them. The Nonic Pint is a touch better for a large array of ales served up to 16-ounce portions and helps encourage a nice head, while the Imperial Pint give you 20 ounces. And then the Tulip, which is designed for dry stouts, you've probably seen one with a frothy Guinness. This is the common beer glass I use. Uh, just uh, for those listening, on the website, all the articles will be available, so you can definitely check out uh, the bar uh, the bar glassware you should have to drink beer with. So there's the Snifter. This is the more common one you're starting to see in all the craft breweries, I find. I've got two from Malte Hops and one from Bose, actually. So the Snifter is ideal for big, boozy beers like barrel-aged stouts and barley wines as the glob- globular shape helps to concentrate the delicious aromas while the smaller size helps moderate the amount per serving. So, I mean, Phil, how many beers do you ha- think we had in Snifters this past weekend in Toronto? Uh, let's see. Probably quite a few. Poof, probably 75% of them were uh, in Snifters. Yeah. So Snifters I, mean, I, bought, I bought two <laughs> on the trip, so yeah. Yeah, I only purchased one beer last this time, and it was the, the stem one. Mm. So uh, The tulip glass is also... For beers like like Snifters, tulip glasses have a tighter opening to help concentrate the head with a taller lip helps support a decent head. 
Tulips are an ideal match for double IPA saisons, wild and sour ales, and plenty of tasting Belgian ales. Shouldn't that be tasty Belgian ales? Yeah. It's a- okay, so I'm not insane. The Pilsner glass. So this is a pretty classic one. Before the pint glass, there was the Pilsner glass. They could be found in pretty much any mid-20th century beer. Any mid-20th century beer ad serving up the... That doesn't sound right. Uh- they could be found in pretty much any mid-20th century beer ad. And yeah, so talk about maybe... The, yeah. It's, no, ads. They're talking about the Budweiser. Like, oh, like I'm pouring okay. like, beer into There's a... There's just no comma. Like, okay. Like Bud Light, Budweiser. Like every time you see an yes. ad and the, the head's like like dripping out of the side and stuff like that, that's that's yeah. your tall glass. So the Labatt 50 is your uh, classic Pilsner, but made on a macro level, unfortunately. Uh, Pilsners can be very tasty beers if they're made uh, nice and clean. So uh, the Weisbier glass, which should be what... They should be serving uh, Belgian moon in, but they don't. Uh, so this is made for uh, another one of those specifically made glasses. The Weizenvas is great for aromatic German beers as the tall shape with a thin midsection and round top help the snifter grab a good amount of the beers, banana and clover aromatics. So this is your, your Weiss beer or your, your white beers. The Spiegelglau craft glasses. Spiegelau is a glass manufacturer that's taken to creating glassware that enhances the many emerging types of American craft beers. For example, they've partnered with Bell's Brewery, makers of Oberon, to produce a special wheat beer glass. The company then collaborated with Left Hand Brewing and Rogue Ales and Spirits to conjure up a special stout glass. Then for the mighty IPA, Spiegelau summoned Dogfish Head in Sierra Nevada to draw up a glass to best accentuate the IPA's aromas. Uh, I think these are designed so that they continually bubble from the bottom uh, to kind of like always give you an aromatic taste to them. The base looks like like the Michelin Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I wonder yeah, what I've it does. actually, I got, I have two IPA glasses with that kind of design on them. Mm-hmm. So. I wonder what yeah. the thin middle part actually does. I guess to hold your beer a little easier. Oh. It looks like it's it? ribbed for your pleasure. Mm. Well, I mean, I mean, it's only missing the tip at the bottom. Does anyone notice that in this picture they managed to catch a rainbow going into the the mug? Yep, <laughs> yeah, that is quite beautiful. It's it's like it's going into happiness, but it's not a double rainbow. What does no. it mean? <laughs> uh, your classic beer mug. Didn't that guy oh. die? Who did the, uh, the rainbow double guy? rainbow? Double yeah, rainbow. Yeah, he's done. He died. He got COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> stupid code, uh, yeah, your classic beer mug, which we all have quite a few of steins as well. I mean, we have our ceramic steins from the Bose Oktoberfest, which if we weren't in Germany, I'm sure we'd be at the Bose Oktoberfest probably this weekend that we're recording, which sucks. Fuck you, COVID. You're a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight's episode has been brought to you by fuck you, COVID. Fuck you, COVID. Yeah. I want, um, imagine if COVID were a person, like the amount of fucking Twitter hate he would be getting right <laughs> He'd be so hurt. He'd be like, oh, He'd be the Kanye West of fucking yeah. people. Stop bullying me. It's not my yeah. fault. It's not my fault. And I kill old people above this age mostly and blah, blah, blah. And it's not my fault. Yeah, sure. Sure, COVID. It's not your fault. Meanie. Uh, yeah, so beer mugs are the quintessential beer vessel, even if they might not be ideal for the product. They're a familiar sight for non-beer drinkers based on their once common presence in bars and ubiquity with Oktoberfest. Ubiquity. Ubiquity. (laughs) Now, many breweries offer a mug club for regulars at the bar. Beer mugs come in a great range of sizes, but many mug clubs come in around 20 ounces and sometimes carry a discount. Ah, so this is the kind of glass I picked up, the Teku glass. 
which is uh, it's a stemmed glass. So beer drinkers have fallen in love with this gorgeous stemmed glass. The angular modern design is also crafted to best serve aromatic and flavorful beers. And while that includes most craft beers, certainly some beers do better than others in Ateku. With a shape resembling a wine glass, aromas are contained and funneled toward the nose while the stem keeps warm hands off the liquid, which is very important because you want your beer usually a little cooler. And these stem glasses are perfect for quite a variety of mostly New England IPAs I find uh, I get, excuse me, in the Teku. And then this is a new popular one as well, the can-shaped glass. Uh, Libby is a glassware manufacturer, so I actually have the Libby beer line. It is six, a variety of six beer glasses, a tulip, not a Teku, a Pilsner glass, Your cla- uh, it's, it's one called a craft beer glass, your classic mug and things like that. So definitely check out Libby. They make great glassware. And it'd be awesome if they could sponsor all beer inside. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> so you, the Libby is order, glass. <laughs> did you order off the website or did you get them off of Amazon or something? I got them from Coles. Not Coles. What is it? Not Coles. What's the Stokes? Oh, yeah. yeah. I got them in Coles, a Stokes. Coles is a bookstore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Stokes, but so Stokes still is around. Like, um, some are still Coles around. Open. Coles, Coles? Yeah, yeah. Coles or is it? Uh... Well, it's Indigo now. I yeah. believe Indigo bought Coles. Indigo but nonetheless, should buy Indigo. Mm. Could be uh, Stokes. Yeah, so they're your glassware, uh, plate glasses. They have a variety of stuff, but they usually have this Libby six glass line, which is great. Uh, if you could find them online, I found a second set offline. Some guy got them as a bachelor gift. He didn't want them, so. He sold them for 20 bucks, which I got. So uh, yeah, the Libby is a glassware manufacturer with a giant line of beer glasses coming in all shapes and sizes, including many of the ones already mentioned in the list today. The company also has a specialty craft beer glass, a pint-sized glass with shapes similar to other specifically designed glasses to help capture the nuances of beers, especially aroma. I have an, my untapped glass is this can, can-shaped glass. Looks like a mason jar. Yeah, it's 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 like a hybrid of a mason jar and a can when you think about it. Yeah, it just doesn't have the twisty top part. Yeah, exactly. Our friends at Four Origins, this is one of their more popular glasses that they sell. Taste glass, we've all seen lots of these, especially me. Uh, and unfortunately, not a lot of places are doing taster lineups at this time because of that jerk known as COVID. So the taster glass, thousands upon thousands of beer come out of taps across the globe. It's impossible to taste them all, but I'm gonna fucking try. That was directly from the article as well. Yes, yes. I I totally did not add this on my own at all because the manual is very adamant about drinking all the beer in the world. They also say something about beer like Pokemon. (laughs) Gotta drink them all. Gotta drink them all. Ah, I miss beer. Okay, uh, yeah, so... You're, with, you're drinking uh, beer right you, now. Oh, wait, yeah, <laughs> I miss beer. beer. You're I, literally I miss, going sorry, every weekend. Let me rephrase uh, that. I miss going to a new brewery every week to uh, do a variety you, of things. You were there last week. doing it. Oh, oh <laughs> just because I going. went to like a dozen while I was in Toronto last week. I didn't do that many tastes. It was a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> but now the world's shut down again. We're not saying you have a problem, Carp, but uh, you might have a problem. So been to 158 different breweries in the northeast part of Canada uh, in Canada and America. That's it? Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's Pretty like better. 25% or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, 60, there's 67 breweries in Vermont now. So there's a brewery for every 100 people in Vermont, a uh, thousand people in Vermont, which is fantastic. Lucky Vermont. If they could only be part of Canada. 
<sighs> could happen one day. Just yeah. give it a few months. You know, COVID's going to blow over. You get a vaccine and you fucking you go nuts. Man. Yeah, March, April for the first round for the people who desperately need it. 2024 for everybody else who uh, willingly takes it. Uh, and then uh, those who don't should be for. Uh, no, wait, we won't go back. What, what are you, fucking Nostradamus now? Uh, no, but that's the estimated timeline by the vac- uh, by the pharmaceutical companies. 2024. 2024 for everybody to get it. Ugh. I thought we were first world. Yeah. So those who desperately need it next year will be the elderly and those with pre-existing conditions. No, wait, hold on. Is, is that like, when you say 2024, is that like the world? Or are you saying like Oh, it's Canada? the world and like if you want to go, oh, I, I got to go get my monthly or yearly COVID shot because COVID might be here to stay for a while because some people don't know how important vaccines are. Well, fuck them. Let them die out. Yeah, that'd be great if if COVID actually like, oh, you didn't get a vaccine, dead. But it doesn't work that way, unfortunately. So we need we need the microchips in in the neck or the head. <laughs> you just push the button. Wow, <laughs> that went <Is> dark. That... <laughs> <laughs> this segment's been brought to you by <laughs> by not get Hit- a fucking vaccine. <laughs> not Hitler, but close to Hitler. <laughs> what was that shit in Kingsman where everyone's head exploded? Yeah. Now, now I'm not saying Hitler had some great ideas, but, uh, but I mean, uh, uh, yes. uh, 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 <laughs> remember the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are not even the views and opinions of the podcasters themselves. So and that's very important. Uh, yeah. So the taste of glass with the taste of glass, however, that task becomes a tad easier. These little glasses come in a variety of shapes and sizes, often approximately four ounces. I think I got a couple of sixes and a couple of eights too. Yeah, the Mondial does eights, which is cool. Uh, they and they're lined, so you could do four or eight at the uh, World Beer Festival. Uh, so, depending on the brewery, they could come in a flight of maybe four or five to allow for a greater sampling of beers. Of course, sometimes it's a pint you want. They're also likely the vessels of choice for beer festivals. They can also double as whiskey glasses if you're bold enough. So that's a whole lot. Hmm. The Sam Adams Lager Glass. What they have a specialized glass, really? Yeah, they seriously. do. There's a good chance this specifically designed lager glass is a familiar sight. If you spent time in an airport bar or chain restaurant, Sam Adams founder Jim Coke Coke Koch Koch. Well, no, there is the Coke Brothers, which I think is it's the like Coke. That. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they wanted a special glass for his Boston Lager and helped design one of the best to accentuate his beer. The bottom of the glass is etched to keep the aroma bubbling, while the thin wall maintains temperature better. Finally, the tapered body and rounded top help contain and release flavors at the right times. That's great. So I have everything but the Sam Adams glass. I thought you were taking this serious. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm a little reserved about the owners of Sam Adams. I do try and separate the art from the artist sometimes, so, you know. I speak with my money, and they're supporting somebody in America I don't appreciate. So that's it. So what beer glasses do you guys have? I didn't even know about Sam. Should I say missing, maybe? I'll just go down through the list, and we could all say yes or no. Yeah, exactly, yeah. All right, so there is your pint glass. I'm sure we all have them. Yeah, yeah. It's also known as your water glass. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Uh, The Snifters? Yep. Yep. A few of those, yep. Tulip? No. No. One. Okay. The Pilsner? Yeah. Yep. Yes. The Weisbier glass? Yeah. Yes. I'm drinking from that right now. Okay. We have the Spiegelglau craft glass. So we'll just say the IPA glass because the IPA glass is a Spiegelglau, which is almost the exact same one on the website. No. Nope. We'll have to get out to Bell's or Left Hand uh, when 
we can travel to America again. Classic beer mug. I'm sure we all have them. Oh, yep. I, got, I got one from his wedding. That's true. We <laughs> nice. all do have, we all have Phil, one. Nice. We do have the Sea Money wedding glass. I don't have one. Oh. Well, that's because we only stole you after C Money was yeah. married. Pre-fill. Yeah. Well, just you'll have to steal one from somebody who doesn't use it. That's all. Show uh, up at your place and steal one. <laughs> you still got like three cases of guests. I'm like, dude, that's my up. wedding glass. What are you doing? <laughs> that's my own wedding glass. <laughs> it's mine now. You literally have one. They went out like quick. Oh, I could travels back in time. That's yeah. actually a, a really wedding. good like to steal the glass. Like a, as a like a wedding guest gift. That's oh, a, that's a great great decision. Spared in fucking chocolate. So I, don't, I don't know if you saw it, but basically it's the yin and yang symbol. Nice. But uh, it's black and green, and instead of the circles inside, it's uh, four-leaf clover. Nice. Yeah. Well, at least you put some thought into it. I, I, I hate getting, like, fucking chocolate or... Yeah. yeah it's mostly chocolate. It, it, it's, like, it's like those shit chocolates that you get from sometimes when people sell them. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get, you get all, the, all your family and friends just to, like, wrap them. So, like... Yeah. What's the point? I don't know. Yeah, that was uh, one thing about the glass. I'm like, hmm, I'm there's an open bar and I have glassware as a gift. This is totally going to explode. <laughs> Fortunately, it didn't. So it's and you guys went out like my Steins. later too, huh? Was that you? You guys went out to like monkeys or something after, didn't you? Uh, typhoons. Myself, Typhoon. BB, BB's wife, Kelly, and Deborah. We all went out drinking after your wedding on a Sunday. <laughs> a wise yeah. decision. Oh, I don't know how we did it because I drank a lot at Sea Money's wedding, so I don't <laughs> understand how I continued. Drink. I guess I was just in a drinking mood that night. Can't do you can't you can't do paid uh, paid bar. Nope, no, no, that's a no, no. That's a, that's a bad wedding. It's a bad, bad wedding. If you're a listener and you have a paid bar at your wedding, you're a jerk. <laughs> you should always have an Jeez. open bar. Uh, okay, the Teku glass. You guys have the Teku glass? Nope, nope. It's nice though. Mm-hmm. Didn't you get the one at Bandit, uh, Phil? Is it a Teku glass? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's tipped that way, though. It's, it's almost like a wine glass. Yeah, but it's like the, 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 the opening is different. I'm not yeah. sure if the, the bandit one has that opening. Can shake glass? Yep. Yeah, I got one from Railway City. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just like the look of it. I really like the look. Yeah, it's classic. Like I said, if you're missing one, four origins. If, if you're really cheap, you can buy it. Coke also has a glass that uh, is shaped like a can. <laughs> Taste your glasses. I think we all have something from the Mondial. Yeah, quite a few. Yep. Yeah. Yep. In, uh, in, in glass and plastic. Yep. Yeah, I have many glass, many plastic. Yep. Uh, and the Sam Adams, I don't think any of us might. I didn't, I didn't know. Nope. I, would have, I, I, have, I would have swung by. I have five different Guinness glasses, but not a Sam Adams. Yeah, same here. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, for a couple of St. Pat's in a row, Guinness is like, oh, buy the 12-pack and get a glass. Exactly. Yeah. So. Or even the Stellas. The Stellas used to do like the... Stella's had some nice glasses, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah Stella's got a very nice with the gold lip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the gold lip, but they also had one that was gorgeous where the stem mm-hmm. had like a, a kind of a bubble in it, and it was like um, kind of like beveled glass or something like that where they like, they put in like a, almost like a star or something into it one time. It's really nice. Yeah, I think that also helps like the Sam Adams. It helps the, the aroma keep uh, presenting. Oh, possibly, so, yeah. Yeah, let's see. Well, whenever I go back to Boston... I'm trying to find a uh, a six pack deal or something. If you go back to Boston, you're getting like ten crates of that fucking chocolate raspberry. Oh, the gato. <laughs> <laughs> that was stupid tasty, sir. How many how many beers do you have? Uh, Twenty four. Uh, two. Two. Twenty four. Two. Yeah. I swear to open up in Montreal. Yeah. yeah. Sir, uh, your uh, your car smells like cake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm bringing home cake. 
Yeah. Totally bringing home cake. Uh, let's see. What do I have? I have those new ones. Um, Wood Brothers has it. It's like fat bottom and then it kind of thin top. It's very short. Mm-hmm. It's usually only 12 ounces. So those are new ones. Oh, that's like have, the uh, bourbon glasses. Yeah. Uh, and then I have two skulls. Oh. So uh, one from, I think it's Malstrom was Don't for call. sale at the Laval Beer Festival. And one came with uh, Amsterdam Brewing, which holds at least two pints in that skull. Wow. Yeah. Those are my kind of cool ones. The Viking drinking horns, like I mentioned. Uh, that's it. I don't have any. I do have one Star Wars pint glass. Shaped like what? It's It just says Star Wars or is it shaped like a dust? No, no, there's a picture of Bubba Fett on it. All right. Uh, I have two of the red light Budweiser glasses that the light goes on when your team scores a goal, mm, right. which the timing on that is fucking terrible because sometimes it only lights up at like five minutes after the goal scored. Nice. <laughs> Got a Baltimore Ravens style vise beer glass, which we got when we were in Baltimore. And many, many, many generic ones from many, many, many breweries because I visit many, many, many breweries. And that's a way to support your local brewery is if you don't drink beer, but you want some neat glassware, go buy some glasses from your local brewery, especially in a time of a pandemic. Yeah. Or you can check out the Hot Fiction. I think he's based in Montreal, right? Yeah, he actually, uh, the store Peluso on Beaubien has his glasses for sale. Yeah. So he does, uh, he prints uh, like pop culture figures pretty much like uh, there's like a Gizmo one at the moment, Marvin the Martian. There's what's his name? The guy who uh, does the arm up salt thing. Yeah. But yeah he's, he's got a, hops. He's got a couple of uh, really cool looking ones. Yeah. Salt Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Salt Bay, but instead of salt, he's dropping hops. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, some very cool glassware. I'll, I'll post in the show notes, so go check that guy out. I think he ships worldwide. I'm not 100% sure, so don't quote me on that. But I do know he definitely ships in North America. And you know what belongs in those uh, types of beer glasses, guys? The winning 2020 Canadian Beer Awards. Canadian the awards Brew the Awards. <laughs> just Canada? the awards. <laughs> you just put the awards in the in the glass. Yes, you put the awards with the beer in the glass, and you drink while the award doesn't knock out your front teeth like an uppercut. <laughs> Uh, so 2020 winners, uh, there's a lot. So you guys just want to speak of a specific style, mention our home or home province. I can slowly go through the list. And then if you guys see something interesting, be like, Oh, what's that? Or we can see if we've had it or not. (laughs) All right. Uh, so the first style is European style lager Pilsner gold medal is out of Alberta. Let's see. Never seen that. Nope. European style amber to dark lager. So this, I believe, is all based on the Beer Judge certification. So there is many styles. Uh, Some they just kind of bring together. Let's see. Uh, European style amber to dark lager. I could say no winner is Alberta again for gold. (laughs) Now, this is a great name. Bach, traditional style German ale, bringing sexy Bach. (laughs) Harrison Brewing Company, Nova Scotia. I've tried the uh, Beer 101 Bach. Uh, The silver. Silver medal. Very cool. Yeah, from Niagara College. Yeah. The two, school of Brewers. Two-year waiting list to get into that school. Uh-huh. Uh, winner, Alberta. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Kicking ass. Uh, Kelly Bier's Vecklebier. Rockwell Pilsner out of Collingwood, Ontario. I haven't tried it. Quebec shit in the bed. Mm-hmm. So far, uh, German-style Kolsch. Alberta gets the gold. Rhinestone Cowboy Kolsch-style ale. And the bronze, Cole Story Bro Kolsch. <laughs> That's a great name. <laughs> That's a great name. Uh, we got our first uh, Quebec winner, wheat beer, bronze, Snow Angel from Snow Brewery, Microbrasserie. Never uh, heard about them. No. Nope. Silver, Farmer's Tan, Belgian White. That's a great name. <laughs> uh, wheat beer, gold medals from Ontario. 
Baltic Porter, winners from Nova Scotia, Tours Baltic Porter. Oh my God, I have to try that. Baltistar Galactic Porter. Oh my God, that has to happen. (laughs) So say we all. Yeah. stick. Well, I can always uh, throw suggestions to Irshad from Craft Tap on who we should contact and what provinces to get beer for us. Well, yeah. beer for all of Canada since he wants to become the Amazon of beer in Canada. Really? Uh, Belgian style double or quadruple or quadruple grosse molette. I think we've all had that. I have, yeah. Yeah. From that sounds familiar. du Lac Saint-Jean, Quebec. So two awards, both bronze so far. Man, Alberta's kicking everyone's ass. Oh, yeah, Alberta's shit. like, yeah, popping. Belgian style Trapel. Myself and Phil could have tried this, except we didn't go there. Hammer of the Dawn, Indie nope. Alehouse. We went to the Alpine next door, which the yeah. schnitzel was the size of my head. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Oh, oh, it, it was, was fantastic. Good food and good beer there. And a super cute waitress. Mm-hmm. Uh, Belgian style. So say we all. Yeah, Belgian-style Abbey Ale Pale Ale. Ontario wins it again. Jesus. Uh, Belgian-style Strong Pale I think I've had this. Cousin Eddie's. Yeah, Cousin Eddie's from Craft uh, Castle. I've had the uh, Mont d'Abbé. Mont d'Abbé, yeah. So another Quebec. We got a, They got a silver this time. Ciboire, uh, what? I didn't know Ciboire made a award-winning beer. French and Belgian-style Saison. Bronze, 18 juillet, 1853 or 18 juillet 1853. There must be a recent one because uh, yeah. they, they didn't have it when we were huh? having uh, So the winner of the French and Belgian style saison comes out of New Brunswick. Of course. <laughs> Belgian style Brett beer. Winner. Named TBD. <laughs> <laughs> Royal City Brewing Company. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Quebec wins one. Funk and the Fury. Avant Garde. We can always go try that. It's not too far. Well, it's near the Big O. Hey, Tadama Gooch. Taramakuch. Hey, second award. Your gooch, I thought of my gooch. Second award for Taramakuch. Style sour ale, Berliner style visor Goza. Bronze, saltwater cowboy Goza. I don't think we had that one. Nope. I'd have to check. I might have. Uh, Limoulou Beach from Microbrasserie La Souche from Quebec. And the gold medal is out of Alberta. Alberta seems to be the place for award winning beer this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Belgian style sour Flanders red oud brune lambic gouza or fruit lambic. Your winner is out of Quebec. Gouza. 2020. Prospector. So Pro- Prospector only sells in growlers at uh, beer stores. Another 32 one. ounce growlers. So. Brick and mortar but porter. Continuing with the awards, we have the porter. Two oh, tooth, and uh, tooth and nail. Uh, yeah, tooth and nail, which is not far in Ontario, uh, Ontario or not far from Montreal for us. Uh, yeah. But your winner is out of Alberta. Fucking Alberta, man. Yeah. Are you Old paying, man winter porter. Are you That's using that, that gas money just to pay like the judges? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. The brown ale category, your winner is out of Alberta. Uh, one silver for Quebec, brown ale de siegle from Pete Pretty Cavani. sure I've had that, yeah. I think okay. you've had it. Yeah. No check. Uh, Scotch ale, your winner is out of Alberta. <laughs> Jesus. English style pale ale. Oh, Get my God. Alberta here. didn't win an award. Yeah. yeah oh, here we go. Whistle? Come Steam- on. Steam, Steam whistle, whistle pale, pale ale. ale, which That's... I have the lunchbox for. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. That that is a WWE weapon. Yeah, that is my box. money in the bank. So uh, yeah. next next time we get together, <laughs> he uh... just hits one of us with it and pins us. <laughs> Wait, what the hell just happened? Well, I mean, uh, it would be uh, for the title of old school's pop figures. So just nice that could happen. Yeah, uh, English bitters. Subcategory ordinary or special bitters, best bitter or ESB. Your winner is out of Ontario, just called best. Uh, from Quebec, we have Gropin from La Souche. Oh, Quebec's first gold for sweet stout or cream stout. Stout milkshake from Vox Populi, Quebec. 
Yeah, we've, I, I, I think we all had that one. I think we've also all had the chocolate milk stout from Wellington. Yep. yep. And I have not had the easy stout from Walkerville. I don't recall that one now. I don't even know where Walkerville is. Oatmeal stout category from Alberta. We have gentlemen's mm. stouts. This medicine hat brewing company seems to be very popular. So that is on the list of places I eventually have to go to. Uh, dry stout. We have Davy Jones Nitro winning silver for Crosser Microbrasserie Quebec. They're all about pirates, uh, having visited them at the Rapontany Oktoberfest last year. Uh, your winner is out of Saskatchewan for the gold, Angus Stout. Imperial Stouts, Alberta. Shit. English that style. That is a great name. Liquid Lullaby. <laughs> yeah. Liquid Lullaby, Imperial Stout. Good night. It's probably like 10% yeah. or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Imperial Style, yeah, you're looking at 10%. Yeah. English style IPA from Quebec. We got the bronze. La Bit at CB IPA. We've had Edge that. Bejbras is off the island in the South Shore, I believe. And your winner is out of Saskatchewan, English-ish IPA. North American style lager from, your winner is from BC. North American style premium lager. Blonde Old Old Flame Brewing Company, never heard of these guys. Ontario, North American style amber lager. Your Quebec has, oh, that's another one for Snow Microbrasserie, Snow Fox. Got to find out where snow is. Yeah, they got uh, two awards so far. Uh, light calorie reduced lager. Oh, doing Quebec City. Yeah. Uh, from Alberta, Death Wave Lager. Cracked Canoe, I think we, oh, it's from Moosehead. I believe we all had it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cream Ale, I've had Roger that. But You've had winner, the Anderson Craft. I think I've had the Anderson Craft as well. So I've had the bronze and silver, but the gold comes out of New Brunswick. Tire Shack Brewing Company, the specialist. North American style amber red ale. Winner from Alberta. <laughs> Jesus. Man. Uh, North American style blonde or golden ale. From Quebec, we have silver, La Libertine, La Voix Malte, Quebec. Winner, province of Ontario, Red Circle Brewing. These guys are, are up and coming, to my understanding. American-style black ale, your winner is out of Ontario. North American-style pale ale, Sick Bird Northwest Pale Ale, from White Tooth Brewing Company, British Columbia. Uncle Leo Sunburst, that's a great name. Method West. Okay, wheat beer, we have Alberta. Jesus. <laughs> Alberta with the silver and the gold. Wow. Yeah. Uh, American-style IPA. La Raculeuse from La Voix Malte, Quebec. So that's two for La Voix Malte, albeit um, silver and bronze. However, New England style IPA, gold medal, Presta, Ciboire, Quebec. They're only gold medal so far out of all these beer styles. And I oh. don't think we've had it. No, nope. we had another one. Didn't we win the gold for like the stout? Oh, yeah. Cream. We did. Yes, we did. That is my error. So two gold for Quebec. That's nice. And uh, Cibar is very accessible for us, too. So that's nice. Yeah. Session IPA, your winner is from BC. Glitter Bomb Hazy Pale Ale. That's a great name. I've had that. It's uh, fucking gross. Phillips is actually... <laughs> it won gold. Yeah. I, yeah, well, it won gold for, <laughs> for the retards. Garbage. <laughs> garbage. For garbage. Uh, American style Imperial into Pale Ale. We have Faces Double IPA. I've had this. From Wellington, that's the bronze, but the gold is coming out of BC. American Belgio style ale, winner out of BC. American style bread beer, winner out of BC. Silver for Tropical IPA Brasserie Dunham, Quebec. What the hell is a bread beer? It's uh, bread is a style of yeast, I believe. It it takes itself way too seriously. <laughs> I know. It has no sense of humor. Yeah, yeah, it's got a house of all its like accolades and stuff. Yeah, yeah. and it got <laughs> screwed over in '97. Yeah, in Montreal, mm-hmm. and then pe- people won't stop like referencing it. It's the best there is, the best there was, and the best it'll ever be. Yeah, the excellent American style of execution. Beer. Yeah, 
Uh, American style sour ale. All three winners out of Alberta. Gozes and Goblins is a great name. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Special honey, maple lager, or ale. Quebec, Russe à l'Abre, Brasserie Choum, which is closer to sea money than the rest of us in <laughs> okay. St. Polycarp, Quebec. That's just anywhere west. Yeah, yeah pretty much. St. Anyway, Polycarp, anywhere you need to move there. <laughs> it's on the 20. You've passed it many times, I'm sure. It's the final form of carp. Yes. <laughs> the, uh, since when I reach my sainthood of, of beer. Mm-hmm. And polygamy, since, you know, polycarp. Uh, this should fruit. not be a category. <laughs> fruit, fruit, wheat, field, pumpkin beer, your winner out of New Brunswick. Brasseur. Not this one, the next la one. Côté, uh, which is actually Brasseur de la Côté is, I believe, available on CraftTap Incorporated. There yep. is a link in the show notes for a referral where you will get a discount. Gluten-free beer. Ooh. Two winners <laughs> for Quebec. The bronze yeah, and the gold. That's the only Retards. three companies that actually make gluten-free beer. Yeah, exactly. There's not many of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Session Ale, your winner is out of Alberta. Abbey Lane English Milds. Experimental Beer. Winner is Moosehead Brewery for the Moosehead Shaker Tropical Pina Colada. Wow. I want it. Solid. The bronze medal, Lawyers, Guns, and Honey. I wonder what that is. <laughs> that stick. Nice. Yeah. Uh, herb and Spiced Beer. Winner from Quebec, Akino. Sishin from Ipon. Sishin. Sishin. Ipon. Uh, Ipon, Quebec. Mm-hmm. Our brewery out of Quebec. Let's see. Smoked beer. Bronze medal. Das Winter Project. Frampton Brass, Quebec. Winner, Alberta. Barley wine style. Ale. Winner, Alberta. Oh. <laughs> Barley wine edition 2019. Sushun, Quebec with the bronze. Wood and barrel aged beer. Pale to amber slash dark. Silver and gold go to BC. Wood oh, and shit, brown. Manitoba on the board, finally. Yeah. Yeah, one. One for Saskatchewan and one for Manitoba. Yeah. Uh, wood and barrel-aged strong beer. Aki no Sishin. Imperial version. Imperial from Ipon, Quebec. I've had two of Ipon's beers. I haven't had many, so. I've had their ginger something. Yeah. Okay, the, the bronze for the last category or with the next category sounds really good. Mm. So wood and barrel aged sour beer, bronze metal four barrel aged golden sour with plum and lingon berry. Foamer's Folly Brewing, British Columbia. However, your winner, Apricotin from La Souche in Quebec. We've had hey, that. Nickelbrook. Yeah, Nickelbrook got uncertainty principle number six for silver. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a flavored stout or porter, all three winners out of Ontario. Yeah. And all, all the controversial beer of the year. Beer of the Get year. Out of here. Glutenberg, yep. Red, Glutenberg, Quebec. So Quebec wins overall for <laughs> gluten-free beer. For and, gluten-free then Bur- beer. and then Alberta just comes out and is like... It's like, no, we're the best brewery in the world. And yeah. Alberta for Brewery Common of the Year, Crown. Common Crown Brewing Company. Uh, so I need to get out to Alberta. <laughs> I need to drink some Glutenberg. Uh, I've had the basic blonde. It was drinkable. <laughs> I can't. Did they tweak the recipe or something yeah. this year, or what? Yeah, happened? maybe they changed. So. Yeah, they added money to it when they shipped <laughs> ship it to the guy. They add they added gluten. Well, I do know there is an entry fee to get your beer into this, but I'm I'm not. Apparently, it's not like ridiculous, but it still does cost money. So, hmm. uh, still, that's uh, that's a whole lot of beers that I'd like to try, and some I have. Oh, here we go. How to enter? Let's find out. How about we need to do our own beer awards and have people send us beer to try? There we go. <laughs> and give us money. Yeah. Okay. Send six. Uh, go to entries. 
Canada, uh, CanadianBrewingAwards.com, complete the entry form. Send six bottles slash cans of each beer entered. Ensure yes, all boxes are labeled with company name, product name, and category name. Sure, no, we ask for multiple bottles slash cans of your products for two reasons. First, to ensure that if your beer advances to further rounds, which often happen a day or two later, there are still fresh samples available for judging. Second, in the event that breakage or spillage occurs during shipping, we avoid the, de- the delay involved in new shipping replacement cans, bottles or cans. Entry cost is 100 plus HST. Wow. And you're shipping it to... BC. Okay, so West in Coast the East Coast shipping, Scotia. you're going to Halifax. Uh, Central is Toronto, so that'd be it. Eligibility, open to all Canadian breweries. These products are produced and packaged in Canada. You may submit entries in as many categories as you like, limit 12 total, but each brand may be entered into only one category. So how about we make our own beer and then enter it into the Canadian Brewing Awards and uh, win a gold medal? I think that would work. Sounds good. Take someone else's beer and pour it in our own cans? Exactly. How about we steal fucking, what's it, <clears throat> beers? The ones that <laughs> I, I thought were going to be shit. They were loonies. Loonies. Let's take loonies beer <laughs> and just call it old school zone and throw a fucking label on it. <laughs> and we win like top prize. It's English style bitter. Yeah. So we could try it. Be like, oh, this, this beer is, is amazing. This old school's best bitter. It's almost tastes like loony, but I can't be. <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, very cool. It's nice that Quebec's got some awards, but Alberta kicked all sorts of ass this year. Yeah. It's great that Canada doesn't, uh, we can't try beers from other provinces. Yes, yes. That is very unfortunate and very frustrating as somebody who likes to support Canadian brewers. So, how does it work for that other br- uh, place, the one that wants to be the Amazon? Do you just get all local beers? Uh, so it's, it's only specific breweries he has at the moment. You can only order from one brewery at a time. Uh, the and point? then he sends them the shipping packages and then they send you the beer. So it's through FedEx. He has some sort of license that allows him to do this. He has a specialty license to do oh, this. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he's slowly onboarding more people. Uh, it's just, it is, it is slow because I'm guessing there's some guys who are like, no, screw you. My beer's just going to stay here. So mm-hmm. whereas other breweries are like, sure, but how much does it cost? And it's probably, I can't speak for him. Obviously, I don't know what the costs are, but some people are more than willing to uh, eat that cost to ship beer all over Canada. It comes by Canada Post because right now it requires a signature and because of COVID, it goes to your local drop-off point and you have to pick it up. It's a very cool system. I've, I've already had an order, which they made an error on. So then they shipped me the correct order and I ended up with 12 free beers. So I can't really complain. So at this point, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back after this. Table Wars. Oh, yeah. Hello there. This is Mr. Fourth Row, and I'm here to invite you to listen to the Wrestling with Altitude podcast. The podcast that talks about all the great wrestling, wrestlers, and events that we have happening in the Colorado and surrounding areas. You can find the Wrestling with Altitude podcast in any of your favorite podcast catching applications of your choosing. And we're back. I believe we've all gotten our second round of beers uh, going on here. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Correct. Okay, uh, we'll go in opposite order. We'll start with me. I have from Great Lakes Brewing Company. I purchased after our interview with Spark Beer Company at the LCBO, the pumpkin ale brewed with pumpkin and spices. So we got uh, cinnamon, clove, nutmeg, and allspice, result in a smooth, well-rounded, and slightly spicy ale. Six five point five percent alcohol. 
Phil, what are you drinking? From uh, Whitewater Brewing Company, the lazy days of summer. Well, rest in peace, summer, because we're in fall. Uh, 5% ABV, 46 IBU. It's a nice, uh, hazy uh, passion fruit IPA, so very delicious. Very cool. Mr. Old School. So I'm being unoriginal, and I'm going back to my Gahan again, but I switched glasses, and I'm actually drinking out of that German wheat buyer glass, and you can taste the difference. I believe it helps that you're getting more nose with that other glass than you probably were with the other one. Yeah, that could be it. No, but uh, it just, like, I I find it tastes better out of this glass. I don't know if it's just, you know, Stockholm Syndrome or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I got kidnapped by the glass. And yeah, exactly. You will like this. Your style syndrome. Uh, C-Money, what have you uh, switched to? I've got a beer that has a weird name, but it's literally just called Cerise, cherry, but it's by Beauregard Brasserie Distillery. Yes. Um, 5.7% alcohol, 10 uh, IBU, but it is absolutely phenomenal. So they make strictly dark beers, porters, and stouts. Yeah. Uh, I was there at their launch. They had three stouts available. Tasting was free at the time because they were trying to get their product. You could buy their bottles. They recently switched to cans. They made a prune, a cherry, blueberry, I think. They made a bunch of like uh, fruit stouts uh, as well. I believe they're distilling, so they will be producing uh, hard alcohol as well in the future. Canadian lo- uh, liquor laws are really odd when it comes to distilling products. So Yeah, this, this, is, this is a phenomenal beer. Highly and recommend. When, when it's a little safer for all, us, all of us to go together, we will have to go to Beauregard uh, for a tasting and hopefully a YouTube All Beer Inside interview. So earlier I tried the Beer League beer. So I found this interesting article from bardown.com. This is the single greatest Beer League hockey invention we've ever seen. It's a quick little Instagram video from Bardown. Before we watch the video, there are some things that can only happen in Beer League hockey. Here at Bar Down, we like to push the boundaries with the things we can do on the ice. And we got to give props to this legend for his latest invention for the bench. Buddy found the ultimate way to combine hockey and beer by turning his hockey stick into a straw and literally goes right through the stick into the drink. Simply genius. So we got a typical looking beer bro with a straw coming over his hockey stick. Let's play this. Uh, let's play this video. <laughs> okay that's pretty genius he's uh it's literally a hollowed out hockey stick with his straw and the beer is hiding uh behind the bench so i guess you can't get in trouble for drinking beer on the bench why even use the cup when you could simply just stick it all in the stick clearly they're capable of holding liquid there's a Looks like another video, I guess, of a hollowed out hockey stick. The best hockey pranks ever. Oh, it's some hockey prank thing. I don't know. That's pretty original. What do you guys think? You do what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, pretty easy with an uh, aluminum stick because they're all hollowed out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And if you can't, uh, if you're not allowed to drink on the bench, you know, you're not going to get in shit doing this. So. Can you just put beer in a Gatorade bottle or something? You would think. Yeah. Wouldn't that be easier? I don't know, maybe it's something to try uh, for softball next year in any league I play where I'm not supposed to drink on the bench. Well, just like the ref would be like, why the fuck are you drinking out of a stick? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. like, what is he doing? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, ref, like a drink. <laughs> Whatever also, when you get drunker faster with, uh, with the straw? Yeah, it helps. Yeah. 
And then there's something about snacks. Uh, go ahead and try this new one at home. Just make sure you're drinking responsibly, according to Bardown. Right. Very interesting. I mean, there is, I don't know if you guys seen them. They're baseball bats that they've lopped off apart. Yeah. They've hollowed out and you could like drink out of them. So mm-hmm. Those are nice though. Yes, they are very nice actually. I've been and you can get them better. customized too, which is really yeah. cool. Yeah, I was supposed to get one for Christmas and then completely forgot to order it for myself. So you can just order it whenever it doesn't have to be yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was supposed to be a Christmas gift, and then I just got cash instead. <laughs> a Christmas gift to yourself. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like, what do you want? Oh, I want Season this. Of giving. Order it, and then we'll pay for it. Okay. You got to find a way to do Secret Santa like virtually. <laughs> I mean, we all, we all just give each other Amazon gift cards instead yeah. of instead of maybe going somewhere. We could go to somebody's house if we're six people. Or 10, maybe we'll be allowed to have 10 people again at that point. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah, it, depend- it depends because, yeah, they said, you know, 28 days and that might just blow over and actually go down. <laughs> I, I actually don't like the fact that they chose 28 days. No. Because well, it reminds <laughs> yeah. you of a zombie movie or something? Yeah, 28 days later. I'm hey, like, first, Jesus. okay, hold on. So the zombie guy is speaking now. That's not a zombie movie. They're not undead. That's it. Wow. They're infected. So it's Resident Evil 4, movie. Resident okay. Evil 4 is not a zombie game? Oh, shots nope. fired. Nope. It's an infection game. <laughs> Tell that to every other fan of RE. Yeah. They're infected. It's Ke- Kevbo would be fucking crying right now if you told him <laughs> that. His okay, well, first series. of all, those movies, <laughs> we won't go into those movies right now. Uh, but yeah, 28 days, and then it's going to turn into 28 weeks. So and then 28 <laughs> weeks is a whole lot of time. So um, people are stupid, and they created a massive forest fire in America. Uh, but one guy decided to save his house by using cans of Bud Light to fight the wild wildfire. That's stupid. There's no way that worked. <laughs> How is he doing this? Yeah, it's like it's not even like a bucket of water. Let's find out. We got a video here. Let's give it a watch. Vacaville man keeps wildfire at bay with Bud Light. It was crazy. Was the propane tanks. Everybody's on propane tanks, and it was just like a war zone. Boom, boom, fires. Just it was. The land surrounding Chad Little's home is charred. I saw the fire coming from across it, oh, down Mix Canyon, and you could see it over on the ridge line that way. As his family packed up, Little made up his mind. He wasn't leaving. He was staying and protecting the family home. They'd already lost it once, five years ago, in an attic fire. The rebuild is set to finish this year. And this, is, this happens, and I'm like, no, I can't. I can't let it go. Little has hoses around the property. He thought he was covered. He wasn't prepared for the water to be turned off. He grabbed a rake and started clearing dry grass. And I was, I was putting out fires all the way around here, stopping it from going towards the house. Meanwhile, all the cars were on fire, and and then it traveled to here. And I was like, oh. His cars were torched, and his shop was going up quickly. It was burning on the the wood down low, and. I didn't have any water. I had one barrel with like a little bit of water in it, and I tried using that. It didn't work. He grabbed the only liquid he had left, cans of Bud Light. When I ripped up the sheet metal, it had a nail, so I was just shaking it up, popping it, and just spraying and throwing it down, grabbing another one. And my buddies always tease me about, uh, you know, drinking water beer, and I say, hey, take mine. My <laughs> Chad tells me he was able to put out the flames at his shop just as firefighters were arriving at his property. He says he was grateful for their help after. Reporting live, Emily Maha, KCRA 3 News. Well, that's quite a story, Emily. Okay, thank you. <laughs> that's amazing that he called it out. That's hilarious. 
Well, my friends make fun of me for drinking water beer. For not drinking craft beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fucking snobs. I mean, if this is an opportunity for Budweiser to take advantage of, I don't know what is. What do you mean? What do you mean? They our, essentially admit that their their beer is fucking watered down garbage. They're our, not going to go near this. Our beer is so refreshing it can put out a forest fire. I think the fire said, Ugh, "I don't want to drink this That's shit." Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it tastes like water. Fuck this. <laughs> uh, so the video will be in the show notes. Uh, not the video, but the link to the article will be in the show notes. But didn't that guy look like a fat version of Jeff Lowe from Tiger King? Yes. Okay, I can't help but laugh right now based on uh, that side picture where it says Kamala Harris names Tupac best rapper alive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, at least she knows then. Yeah. Yep. Tupac is alive. Let's see. So is there anything in the article that's outside of the I think they just uh, thing? It's the same script as the video. Turn the only liquid you could, a 36-pack of Bud Light. Yep. Uh, it's fucked up that they turn off the water. Yeah, that I don't get. That's just such a fuck you. Well, forest fires. Let's turn off the water. Yeah, let's see. So this blaze began sparked by lightning strikes more than a week ago, uh, merged into the second largest fire in the history of the Golden State, impacting Sonoma, Napa Lake. Isn't it Lake. Napa Lake and not Napa, comma, Lake? Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Solano and YOLO. Oh, the God. aptly named YOLO. You only live once under forest fires. I mean, you got to reveal the baby's gender somehow. Yeah. That child needs to be named like Calamity or Destruction or Inferno or <laughs> or they should just be forced to give away the child because of the damage they've caused. I mean, as long as it, it's probably better than that Elon Musk kid, whatever the fuck his name is, like XA something some kind of bad named it after his battery or something. Oh, <laughs> so to my understanding, they weren't legally allowed to do that uh, and they've changed it. So, well, they changed like one character. Yeah. Yeah, it's that AE symbol thing that they weren't allowed. I think it was the 12. They just changed it with the the Roman numeral. Uh, yeah, A12, because it was supposed to be 12 as the number, but the it's XII now, so the Roman version. Man. Good for Elon Musk. That's he will die on Mars. Uh, he will die in the rocket in the upper atmosphere like the Challenger. Wow, too soon. <laughs> okay, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's too soon for a lot of people. I think there's a new Netflix uh, documentary about it. Everything's too soon. 9-11 jokes are too soon. Making jokes about masturbating to cuties is too soon. Um, <laughs> making uh... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, wait a minute. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't want to be canceled. It's totally a joke I made five years ago. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> Before cuties was a thing. Yeah, exactly. oh. <laughs> he called cuties. <laughs> he was actually at the shows. Well, he first was actually of all, at those shows. the first one was jumping. I mean, uh, was, uh, <laughs> I'm a terrible human being. Uh, okay, so yeah, crap beer made mostly of water puts out helps uh, helps delay your home catching on fire until the fourth. You know uh, who should you know who should make uh, publicity out of this? Like a Sam Adams or somebody who rivals Bud. Yeah, It'd be like, hey, their beer's so shit they got to put out a fire with it. What's watered down? Drink Sam Adams. Then they just need like a counter commercial where it's like, oh, hey, look at this Molson. It's not putting out this forest fire, but our Bud Light's putting out your forest fire. One dollar a can right now. Something like that. They could always fight them, you know. It's pretty cost effective if you're pouring uh, Bud Light me? into the fire. It's supposed to like craft beer. Well, he said he shook it up, punctured it with a nail, and then chucked it at the fire. Yeah. So I guess to uh, spread the... Yeah. No, didn't he say he just punctured it and like was aiming it? Yeah, he's spraying it. He didn't just yeah, throw yeah, the cannon. Yeah, fire. wouldn't that be like a bomb? Yeah. <laughs> it would explode. Well, it fire's back. like going everywhere. Yeah, it shoots back in your face. They, they used to have like a chemical bomb thing that would snuff the flame. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. 
Yeah, it's supposed to suck out the oxygen or something around the so it just like kills the fire. Yeah, it's like it looks like a liquid like bomb. Yeah. Well, they have the same thing that's in the um what do you call it? The uh, fire extinguishers. Mm-hmm. So they have ones that basically like explode with that that powdery shit. Mm. You can talk about this crowdfunding. That's Phil, you found it? Yep. Equity for Punks USA. You can buy shares in the Brewdog company. Uh, for this one, as of the recording on September 26th, there is 44 days remaining where you can invest in Equity for Punks to basically kind of be a shareholder in the Brewdog, uh, Brewdog USA and Columbus. I'm already liking this idea because I'm actually getting something for my investment. Uh, so Equity for Punks tomorrow USA, currently they're at 61000 dollars uh, 62,000 rounded up on 101 investors to date out of all the investors they've done they've got 9.3 million on 13 13.5 thousand 13,500 investors roughly which is pretty good uh we got a video let's watch the video you want to see the benefit listen to benefits first or video let's watch the video first let's do the video yeah i think this is their attempt to go green project uh they're already carbon uh negative carbon neutral carbon negative negative yeah so it's crazy all right Oh, that's a great sign. Make Earth great again. Mm-hmm. Starts here. Oh, and playing the video. We are officially the world's first carbon negative brewery. And we remove twice as much carbon as we emit each year. And now we're on a mission to make our business even more sustainable. And your investment will help us do just that. As well as helping build a greener future... Investors in Equity for Punks tomorrow will also impart the world's leading independent brand. Our growth so far has broken all sorts of records, and with that growth set to continue, this is your opportunity to get involved. Together, we can set a new benchmark in sustainability and show the world what it really looks like when a company and its community genuinely care about the planet. For better beer, for a better planet, powered by the people, for us all. This is Equity for Punks tomorrow. So I know BrewDog originated in Scotland. I guess two guys from Scotland move over to America to uh, create their brewery. Because they actually showed the Scottish one and uh, the USA Columbus one. Yeah, the site is for the US version, but they have like another for the... Um, Okay, first of all, uh, you're going to get windmill cancer. Great. You have windmills. All right. 5G. 5G. 5G windmill cancer, COVID causers. So we got to... Right there, uh, I'm out. (laughs) Uh, what are the benefits? First of all, great video. I think a lot of Kickstarter, well, they have a lot of money, but I think a lot of Kickstarters could look at this video and, and realize what they, they should be doing. So what are the benefits you get as a equity for punk investor? As an investor, for, excuse me, <coughs> that's better. As an investor in equity for punks tomorrow, USA, you'll get access to a slew of sustainable benefits from birthday beers to sustainably sourced clothing and accessories through to exclusive events that celebrate our environmental efforts, you can unlock a host of awesome perks when you become an equity punk. The core benefits. These are the standard benefits. Everyone gets these. Own a part of BrewDog USA. Lifetime discount in our bars and online shop. One to nine shares equals 5%. 10 shares plus equals 10%. A free beer on your birthday. An AGM USA invite for you and a friend. EFP tomorrow pin badge. So equity for punks tomorrow pin badge. Sustainable supper club membership. To double your discount on all vegan food and uh, brew dog bars. I'm out. And you lost me. And I'm out. 
again, I'm double out. I'm out so I'm out so far that I'm out. Uh, access to exclusive tomorrow punk merch. Increased discount on DIY dog brewing supplies. Your own tree planted at our U.S. brewery. So those are your basic benefits. Ah, uh, vegan food. Why? Why vegan food? That makes me sad. Boosted benefits. If you I invest mean, you more, you get fries and onion rings and shit. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, but if but the uh, the oil's vegan, I guess. Peanut oil. Who cares? Uh, if you invest more in equity for punks tomorrow, USA, you can unlock some extra special tiers of rewards. You could choose a boosted benefit from each tier you unlock. For example, if you purchase five shares, you unlock one benefit from each the five share and three share tiers. Awesome. An email we sent to you with the option to select your benefits from each category by December 2020. So for $180, you purchase three additional shares. You get a copy of Craft Beer for the Geeks or a coupon for a 12-pack of Trash Can Punk to gift to a friend or BrewDog X, a good company branded notebook and pen. $300 gets you five shares, five additional shares. A limited edition 24 pack of Hello, My Name is Ray, the first time we brew a beer completely with solar energy. Or BrewDog X, or BrewDog Cross, a good company water bottle. Or an exclusive Tomorrow Punks tea made from sustainable materials. Man, they got a, quite a few. Okay, it's not that much. 600 gets you 10 shares. An exclusive access to the first beer brewed using hops grown on our Columbus hop farm or a growler club membership for a year with one free growler fill each month. 1500 gets 25 shares, three special release overworks beers brewed exclusively for tomorrow punks plus a tomorrow punk glassware set and bar blade or an invitation plus one to a tomorrow punks meet and greet. Okay. That ampersand looked weird. Uh, meet and greet. <laughs> an afternoon of beer geekery to include tours, a look at our sustainable efforts and exclusive beer tasting. Three grand, 50 shares, a free vegan meal and beer every mm. month for two years at BrewDog USA bars. Or- punishment. <laughs> you pay $3,000 to fucking eat shit. Literally <laughs> <laughs> gra- grass that they grow but, like outside. Or a case of small batch spirits made on our custom still from upcycled and sustainable ingredients. Or the grass that they grow outside. A BrewDog branded Yeti cooler filled with a 12 pack of punks. So the Yeti coolers are stupid fucking expensive. Right. Yeah. Like you're the, spending three grand. Yeah. The, <laughs> I know the Yeti cooler that holds 12 cans is like 400 US or something like that. It's stupid how expensive the Yeti is. Yeah. But you could get t- two years of vegan meat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> At a BrewDog USA bar. So that defeats our purpose. There's uh, there's been rumors a while that there's supposed to be a brew dog opening in Toronto. That would make sense. Yeah. They should. Yeah. Uh, sixty six hundred gets you one hundred and ten shares. One free case of twenty four cans of brew dog beers available to collect from our brewery every month for one year. Or a case of bottles from an exclusive cask of sustainable whiskey upcycled from wasted beer. Or tomorrow punks dog day. You'll spend a day nerding out with our quality team and HQ crew with a special taste panel a session in our lab, a close look at our sustainable projects, dinner, beer, and a Q&A with our masters of quality. Some of the small print. Travel and accommodation will not be included. Where we are unable to ship alcohol, investors may pick up their perk from our brewery in Columbus, Ohio, or choose a non-alcoholic replacement. Boo. Okay, so let's click on apply for shares. Let's buy some. Let's, let's use our well, I'm ABI curious, funds. like, uh, do they offer any oh, kind of legal rate name. of return? 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, is there any like? Do you get any like an uh, equity essentially, and uh, not not equity, but like? Um, oh, that is the equity the offer. based on what the what the percentage to discount is. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. but I'm I'm curious if they offer like any like uh, interest. You know what I mean? Like, or any? No, no, it's uh because it's an equity, so they don't they don't uh, share any profits and stuff like that. There's no profit sharing. So what's the point? Oh, so it's, so it's kind of like um, owning it, uh, the Green Bay Packers. Like exactly. Pointless. It's yeah. Pointless. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, unless they go public, right? Yeah, that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but so I think the the BrewDog model itself, like the equity for punks, pretty much says you know we're probably never going to go public, but mm-hmm. which means your shares are dog shit. So you're paying six grand for fucking vegan beer or vegan it, uh, food, and like so if. I lived in Columbus and had a job where I got paid $66,000 minimum a year before bonuses. Then I'd look at the high investment. Well, your rent is also like 2000 bucks. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I, who knows what Columbus, Ohio's rent is like. Mm. We can always ask heavy said he's, I don't think he's that far from, uh, you just paying food Columbus. stamps. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just have heavy, uh, since he's a trucker, we'll have him do an international route and we'll have him bring us our beer. Uh, just have heavy on. invest in uh, in this. <laughs> uh, I mean, hey, heavy. Hey, How heavy. would vegan food sound to you, right? <laughs> exactly. So the benefits breakdown are cool. The videos are right, minus all the vegan stuff, but mm-hmm. they are you know whole sustainable thing. And yeah. according to all the vegans, the world's going to come to an end if we keep eating animals. Mm-hmm. Owning part of a brewery is cool, but nothing like I can't really as a Canadian, more specifically in the eastern part of Canada. I can't really take advantage of this. I also think their marketing sucks. Like, I, I absolutely hate their logo. The weird moon-shaped dog thing? It's fucking, like, I don't know. There's nothing to it. Like, they're not innovative. I half half their- of their benefits are basically, like, talk with us and we'll, tell, we'll take you to dinner <laughs> and fucking, like, tell you about beer. Like, it's not even a valuable 24 cans of our beer. Who cares? It's fucking 20 bucks. So if I had a chance to invest in their craft beer hotel when they had a Kickstarter, I would have done that. Uh, This, however, I can't really take advantage of the benefits. Whereas if I'm investing in a hotel and I get a free weekend stay because I invested in that hotel, then I could take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. For the equity for punks, I would say no. If they did another Kickstarter for a hotel at another location or if they were to open a brewery in, let's say, Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal would be great. Then I would invest if it were a little more feasible for me to get to the place. Columbus is like a 12 hour drive. So we were there. No, we were in Cleveland. We were in Columbus. Oh, yeah, we weren't even true. close to Columbus. Columbus is another two hours past Cleveland. Uh, I mean, great if idea, I, but if I lived nearby, yeah, because I like the model, right? If someone local would do this, I would probably like chip in a little bit because the overall discount at the end of the day, if like let's say 5%, 10%. If you drink enough at that point, you can technically earn it back. Yeah, but you got to really like that beer. Yeah, exactly. You got to, you get, it's essentially if you're investing in this is because you believe in the brew dog. Brand. Like I, like if you look like they're, they're actually, their revenues are pretty good. Yeah. I think they made, uh, they're over Carlsberg. Mm-hmm. They're going to, it's supposed to make 30 million this year. Yeah. No, they're, they're massive. Cause you have, this is the U S version. And then there's uh well, the original over in, yeah, in Scotland. In Scotland, yeah. The way I yeah. see it, though, they're they're hunting for a buyout. Mm-hmm. So at one point, your shares are going to get split regardless, or they're they're going to buy you out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm curious, like if the value, because right now they're valuing their share at sixty. Yeah, it's I'm not going to grow beyond sixty at the, at any point. Well, that's so it. Yeah, that's I don't see any way for it to increase. That's also extremely high valuation, in my mm-hmm. opinion. For thirty million revenue, yeah. 
like you got software companies that are less than that. Mm-hmm. And they're like millions and millions, like hundred million dollars plus. Yeah. So that's why I put it in the more of a crowdfunding thing, because for me, it's, you're not getting much from your investment, right? This is another form of, of crowdfunding. Yeah, I, I suppose. And if, yeah. you know, for whatever reason, if they ever get bought out, hopefully you get some money back. But like, I think it's kind of like owning the Packers. There's no yeah. real, like, you don't get a rate or you don't get any return on it necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's just if you support the brewery, it'd be kind of a yeah. cool thing to have. It's like being part of a, a mug club or whatever, right? So Yeah, it's super, super high-end mug club. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there's not, I mean, I'm not aware of any in Montreal mug clubs. I think the Succursal has one. It's it's something that a lot of places could consider doing, right? Mm-hmm. As a as an extra, I mean, you have like repeat customers and stuff like that. Might be worth trying. Yeah, I, I mean, it's like when we uh, when we go interview a brewery and they give us like the membership discount type of thing because we interviewed them and it's like, okay, I'll give you this discount one time. It's the same concept. Look yeah. at um, near Sea Money Trois Lac. Mm-hmm. There's a, a a yearly membership where you get a discount on the merch, a discount on the beer first access to special releases and stuff like that. So I'd be more inclined to get a membership for a brewery that was close to me. Like if Benelux or Four Origins or Masorum had that kind of thing, but yeah, to invest in BrewDog itself logistically makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. I think the reality too, though, Carp, like you try far too many beers to be stuck to a single brewery. Well, there's places we go, always go back to like Four Origins. Uh, yeah. We were going uh, to Four Origins pretty, pretty often. La Brosse, we always go back to, when you when you say pretty often, like how many times a year? Five? Four origins? You say yeah. more. I mean, myself and Phil before the lockdown went like six times in four months. Yeah. And that was like crappy weather when stuff like during the summer they were finally getting a bigger terra- uh, patio. I say terrace because it's instinct, but for for the rest of the world it's a patio. But it's like oh sweet I can oh shit COVID and I do have a pre-existing condition that kind of puts me in a certain risky uh, range where I do not want to get COVID. So how's that going by the way? Eh, slower than I'd like, but uh, the endocrinologist says I'm doing well. Good. She says with, within, within a year and a half of me de- being diagnosed, I should be <laughs> being dead. <laughs> I should be in remission. <laughs> I should be dead. You only have to die for a year and a half and you could be in remission. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, just freeze my body like Disney, and then I could come back and hopefully. Uh, no, wait, Disney was racist. Um, yeah, yeah. Sorry to sorry to erase that urban geez. legend, but he was never frozen. Oh, uh, what? Yeah. No. He's dead. D E D dead. <laughs> Not cool, man. Are you can tell me uh, Tupac, the greatest rapper ever, is dead too? Like no, Kamala Harris. Yeah, a hologram. No, Kamala come Harris on. said that he's uh, he's the greatest rapper alive. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. All eyes on him. Yeah. Hopefully, none of the Supreme Court justices die anytime soon, because that that would really that would really hurt. Uh, yeah. About How would that, that hurt us exactly? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Don't tell if, if it's the beer guy. Then I'm I'm not okay with that. Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh I'm not no. okay because Kavanaugh is a beer guy. He likes his beer. Beer. He likes beer. He still likes beer. <laughs> oh, he's not dead. Okay, uh, so that's going to end the episode at this point. Uh, we will do plugs and final thoughts. We'll start with C-Money. For God's sake, wear a fucking mask for a whole like month and just get rid of this shit. Guys, seriously, stop being dicks. Love you. Agreed. Mr. Old School. Also wear a mask, and then uh, while you're wearing a mask, go to marriageofdeceit.com and buy my mom's book. Thank you very much. It's a great if, book. Uh, if you could submit an ad for that, 
during our commercial breaks. I can add that on sure. Uh, as well, send me the yep. link and I can add those on the show notes. J- just don't ask for the signature coffee. <laughs> well, some people don't deserve it. Okay. That's some people pay for it and they do. Some people it. don't No, You know what? Some people don't like, hold on, hold on. Some, well, some people well. think your mom's a bit. <laughs> <No. laughs> Wait a second. Uh, Mr. Old school. Did some people's mom... mother think that your mother's. <laughs> did your mom kickstarter her book? Kickstarter her? Well, did what? she kickstart her book? Is that why C Money paid for the signature? I don't remember. It's been a long time. Yeah. Oh. Like a, no, it was like a pre-order thing. Hey, look, yeah. it's just the nature of his people. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. The Polish. Ooh. Read the book. You'll understand. Yeah. So, oh. Some would argue that she deserved everything that happened to her. Oh. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy wow. shit. That was that so the, fucked up. That's that pretty harsh, man. That went dark. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Shit. Uh, uh, Phil, bless uh, the final thoughts. Oh, hashtag, hashtag Phil cancel party. <laughs> uh, yeah, stay at home and play some uh, Spearhead video games. But also, uh, if you have time, listen to uh, 450 Podcast. It's back and better than ever. It's back. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, and on that note, as for us, allbeerinside.com. All Beer Inside, this show is available on iTunes. Hit that subscribe button. Leave a comment. Leave a star rating. Anything really helps the show. The YouTube show is back at the brewery at this time. Uh, unfortunately, it may not last as long as we had hoped as uh, people don't wear masks and don't respect social distancing and don't understand how... Uh, viruses work, even though we have a plethora of information available on the internet. Uh, Big word alert. Instead of using that, we use it to yell at each other and insult each other instead of using it for what it's truly made for, educating ourselves and not using a Dewey Decimal System in a library. And at the end of all episodes, as I always suggest, drink craft, not crap. Here at All Beer Inside Incorporated, we're committed to bringing you the finest of beer-tasting shenanigans. During our research and development, we strive to be on the cutting edge of whatever it is we do here. Our latest collection of sounds compiled by randomly singing and insulting each other have been clinically tested to ensure our golden caliber of excellence. And by clinically tested, I mean I got drunk and played them for this guy, Billy, who lives down the street. I think he works in a clinic. You can never tell with Billy. When you are listening to a All Beer Inside podcast, you should be confident of the fact that it is composed of vibrations that form a mechanical wave of pressure and displacement which travel through the air, where they are transmitted to your nerves and then relays information to your temporal lobe, where it is registered as sound. We guarantee to bring only the finest of beer-tasting shenanigans with the comforter of our golden promise. They will always be between 20 hertz and 20 kilohertz, the range of human hearing. Go fuck yourself. Like I said, though, the uh, kids' bop version of, of WAP, I'm really looking forward to.